Hey there, my name is Chris Rivers, and I want to thank you for joining us today, and welcome to Money Matters, our second episode. The goal of this resource is to help equip current and future volunteers to feel competent to facilitate financial classes and financial coaching sessions. By volunteering, individuals embrace a leadership role, collaborate with peers, and get to experience life-on-life discipleship. I'm in the room with Matt Kreider, and our focus today is to answer the question, what makes for a healthy campus financial team? Matt, welcome. Glad you're here. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Well, why don't you just jump in and tell us about your Money Matters story and how you got into this role? Yeah. um, Is it fair to say I don't know somehow? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, You know, I I think when my wife and I started attending Grace, um, I think back to we started serving and I was just helping ushering and okay. getting people sit and she was making coffee and water for the services. And that's, you know, that's, that's what we were doing. Yeah. And, um, I remember, you know, we were just taking intentional steps there and just serving in, in mm-hmm. the area we knew. And, um, my community group leader, Chris Ward at the time, uh, challenged us when, when we went through, um, the group and he said, Hey, I think you guys have, you know, some real skills, some real things that you can be doing mm. and maybe be thinking about some other ways that you can be intentionally serving mm. besides just kind of filling a, filling a void. And, um, you know, that started a journey. We spent three years in region and, um, really speaking into people's lives there and helping to facilitate through that process. Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm a financial planner by, by profession and I have a particular passion about this topic of money mm-hmm. and how it affects people. And, um, you know, we transitioned away from regen and I really didn't have anything on the agenda. We, we help mm-hmm. with kind of kids check in in the morning and, you know, doing Sunday mornings, but which are um, very important. It is very important, yes. you know, so we, we love doing that, but I, I, you know, had this itch to have something to do with money and, yeah. um, connected with Scott connected with you and really, found my way into this uh, volunteer lead role at Mm. the downtown campus. Yeah. You know, you have an interesting story. Could you maybe just unpack how you got here? Yeah, happy to. Um, and that's, that's part of my story is just, um, sharing, (laughs) sharing some Mm -hmm. of the brokenness even in my life, you know,
you know, I, I think I mentioned it earlier, but my profession is actually as a certified financial planner. I've been doing it for about 16 years. And um, a lot of folks, I think, would look at me as a, as a competent individual in this area. And, mm-hmm. and um, I do it on a regular basis. But I also try to share with others that just because you're competent and it's an area of expertise for you doesn't mean there's a darker side to the equation, if you will, or, yeah. or a sinful side where you also have struggles. And that's what I, that's, that's where I am. Um, you know, I struggle with security mm. and the, and the things of I'm a saver by, by nature. So, okay. um, you know, when I, when I put that money in the bank account, it, I don't want it to leave, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I right. like, I like seeing that number go up and, mm. and I, I struggle with, um, you know, what it looks like for me as a, as a believer to walk in dependence on God and, and not build in structures that actually, um, remove that, that necessity for me to rely on God. So, Mm. um, yeah, that's a, that's a big part for me. And that's part of why I'm doing and why I have a passion about money matters is because, um, it's not me just holding myself out as a professional. It's me holding myself out as, a broken individual that God is continually working in my life around this topic. And, you know, maybe I have a few nuggets of wisdom yeah. along the way to share, but um, he's doing a work in my life just like he is everybody else that's attending. No, that's good. That's, I mean, it's a great reminder and you know, I'm, I'm with you. And so you are currently right now, you are the money matters lead for downtown. That's right. Could you just maybe explain to us and our listeners, like, what does that role entail? Uh, you have a team where you're currently leading, yeah. uh, some classes right now. So maybe just unpack what that looks like now that you're in it. Yeah. So really helping facilitate and that's, that would be the key role is, um, you know, helping to lead and facilitate, the efforts around money matters at the downtown campus. So whether that's equipping somebody that's going to lead a particular class for Mm -hmm. next spring or next summer, making sure they have the resources they need, whether I'm helping them organize uh, what efforts need to go into be having a successful class Mm -hmm. and even follow up, you know, a lot of participants that are, that are coming through that class and maybe they want additional budgeting help on the back end. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have some things that come up in their live a year departed from when they originally went through money matters. You know, it's part of my role to make sure I'm keeping in touch with, with those folks and making sure that if things arise, that we're able to step in and help there. Man, that's great, Matt. Could you unpack some of the roles and responsibilities of people on your team? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I think the two primary roles that I would want everybody to be aware of is, a facilitator of a money matters class. So you're actually leading the charge for the six week class and actually putting that together when it occurs. Um, and then financial coaching. So somebody who is outside the classroom environment, mm-hmm. but maybe is ancillary to, Hey, somebody's gone through this process and they need some additional help. That's right. Um, so th- those would probably be the two primary roles that we, that I think about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's probably some other, opportunities within that, that kind of fill in the gaps. I think of, you know, uh, if you're in a class and you break out into small groups, you know, somebody that might even be willing to lead a a table talk for a Mm -hmm. small group over the six weeks. So things like that, but primarily, you know, um, facilitating the class and then financial coaching on the back end. So you're in it deep right now. What do you think are some of the distinctives of a facilitator and a financial coach? Yeah. For me, as I, as I think about a facilitator, you know, I'm, co-facilitating right now a Money Matters class at the downtown campus Tuesday mm-hmm. nights. And um, there are a couple things that I, I really think are important for somebody that's going to step into that role. Organization's a big one. Mm. Um, 
communicator, you know, you, you want to be intentional about communicating, not only just, hey, you're signed up, we're welcome to have you, but even in between weeks, hey, we're talking about this, mm-hmm. sending out an email, um, letting your participants know that you're thinking about them through, mm. you know, in between classes um, and humility, mm. quite frankly, because um, there's a good level of humility, and especially for somebody like me, um, you know, the temptation is, is to teach a class instead of just facilitate the mm-hmm. actual material and let that do the speaking for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, and just because of my profession. So, you know, realizing that, Hey, M- Matt is not here to make himself the center, but mm-hmm. he is here to help others walk through the curriculum that we've been so intentional about putting in place and allowing them to recognize life change through that. No, that's really good. So organization, communication, and humility, some distinctives of a facilitator. What do you think are for financial coaches? I mean, some of the same or anything different or? I think there's, so some of the same, and I, and I will say I, anything that I mentioned can really be applied to any of these roles. But yeah. I think in the financial coaching role, you can, there are some other distinctives as well. So when I think of a financial coach, I think of somebody who's a really good active listener. Mm. You know, um, if, if we are honest with ourselves here, there's probably not many topics uh, uh, other than finances that are as vulnerable yeah. and bearing of, of what's in your soul and for somebody to sit down and actually put that in, in front of somebody that they yeah. don't know or maybe barely know, um, that's a that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Um, so, you know, being an active listener, making sure that you're sharing in and understanding where that person's coming from and what has them in the place that they're that they're there in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, willingness to extend grace and gentleness. Mm. Um, I think of Galatians 5 and the fruits of the Spirit, and one of them is gentleness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or in, even in Ephesians 4, we're talking about speaking truth in a loving manner. Yeah. So I talk about the position, you know, in a financial coach, you're working with somebody who's in a vulnerable state and you need to build trust. So it's I, I really think that a willingness to not judge on what got them there if they're having troubles, yeah. but actually bringing solutions and, and being helpful, that's a, that's mm. a big distinctive. Um, and then, you know, being willing to own the cause. That's one of our leadership values here at Grace. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's true. Um, we, you know, we target a three-meeting process, and it doesn't mean you have to own their entire financial lives forever. Yeah. But for the time that you're having that engagement with them, you need to be willing to own that cause and take and share some of that burden with them. That's right. That's right. Now we're going to do another episode where we talk about the more logistics of an agenda, kind of what a typical meeting facilitation class looks like for Money Matters. And then we'll also do another episode where we're going to dive in deep into the three agendas for a financial coach. You're talking about during those meetings, if you are a financial coach, which is an incredible discipleship opportunity for our people to be active listeners, um, to be, to, and to demonstrate willingness, um, um, extending grace, gentleness. I love that passage that you talked about. And then just building trust because there are, I mean, sitting in the rooms with people and when you're, when you're looking at their entire financial portfolio, you're looking at, okay, all the, the decisions that they made with money for the last 30 days. I mean, sometimes you look at that and you're like, hmm, I wouldn't have done that, but right. that's not a great place to, that's not what you say. That's <laughs> you <know>? right. <laughs> um, why did, why did you make that decision? Help me understand how you made that decision. And we have lots of training on this. And so, but it is interesting how you, 
created those distinctives. I think that's really good. What would you say to some of our leaders, current leaders, and maybe even future leaders? How would you, just one or two things that you would want them to demonstrate if they're serving in a role like this? Yeah. So uh, one of the, there's a couple of things that come to mind. One of them is that they need to be, I need to be known by others. Mm. So we can't be um, living in isolation. We, we need to be living in community and sharing vulnerabilities around these topics mm-hmm. um, so that we can effectively lead others and that they can see that there is some, um, some equal footing, some equal ground there that, mm-hmm. that, that we're struggling alongside with them and that we're willing to grow alongside with them. Um, the humility to do so, I mentioned that earlier, but uh, I really do think that's a, an important part is to not elevate yourself and become self-righteous just because somebody has some shame and struggle around eating out more than you do or yeah. <laughs> whatever the case might be. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's important. And I think a willingness and intentionality to be saturated by scripture around mm. this topic. Um, and I, I'm, I actually issued this challenge, if you will, to our community, or I'm sorry, the money matters group, um, for the class that we have. And the reason why I put this out there and what I said to them was, you know, 365 days a year, our thoughts are shaped and molded by what the culture has to say about money. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting here for six weeks. Yeah. And we're, we're, you know, we're only, and it's not even six weeks, it's six days, yeah. right? Six one hour classes. Yeah. Um, so that's not going to stem the tide of what the culture has to say about mm-hmm. money. So I want to be intentional and I, and I challenge them to be intentional about um, really saturating themselves in what scripture has to say about the topic. No, that's good. So being known by others, that humility piece, and then being saturated by scripture, I think that is good. You've, you've got some really good thoughts there. I think that we could double tap on. So, I mean, I want to thank you so much for just being with us and helping us kind of see a little bit of behind the curtains of leading. And so for those that are listening that want to jump in, uh, hopefully this has given you a little taste of, of what could be. And for those leaders that are leading and you're hearing this, just, uh, it's a great reminder for us, I think. So yeah. Anything else you'd want to add? If you're thinking about just stepping in with the Money Matters Ministry, um, I'm always available at the downtown campus to uh, reach out to. I know Chris is as well, but um, it is something that we are growing as a church. It is not something that is going to go away. Um, You know, money touches everybody's, uh, all aspects of everybody's life, and it it Mm -hmm. really informs how we live as Christians. Um, so if we can't separate ourselves from it, we need to make sure and and think about it the right way. Yeah. Well, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate you sharing. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up today's episode, we want to thank you for joining us. Be sure to check out our next episode where we answer the question, what do money matter classes look like? We'll unpack some sample agendas and the give, save, live paradigm and hear from one of our Pelham campus volunteers. If you have questions or want access to additional resources, email us at moneymatters at grace SC money matters at grace.sc and we will be more than happy to help you get what you need. Thanks for joining us today and we look forward to joining you on the next episode.